Welcome back to another episode of Clay. My name is Justin and I am your host and happy 2022 to you. For many of us, this is a time when we're going to start setting some goals and looking ahead at the new year and uh, getting excited about some certain things that we may be trying to accomplish or some new habits that we want to instill into our lives. And for some of us, we're going to look back on 2021. Uh, Perhaps you will miss it. Perhaps you're excited to leave it behind you. I don't know what uh, the story is for you personally. For me, uh, one thing that I look forward to looking into New Year's is what I need to stop doing. This is something that came from a mentor of mine a couple of years ago. He uh, he made a comment. He said, you know, Justin, you say yes to a lot of stuff. Like, you say yes to a lot. Do you ever worry about not being able to do uh, well and all of the things that you're saying yes to? And my, my response, and because of where I was at personally at that point in time, is actually, yeah, I feel like I'm letting a lot of things slip currently. And his advice to me was, well, start saying no. And I was like, wow, that is some really really, really sage wisdom there, start saying no, like, obviously, but there's so many things that I just, I need to say yes to, I mean, I'm, I'm needed here, or I have these skills that, that work out here, or my personality is a good fit for, it's maybe this ministry as well, or hey, you want to start something new, and, you know, I, I love doing that, I love starting new things, and so one thing that uh, is a regular habit for me is actually creating stop doing lists, and yeah, you, you heard that correctly, a stop doing list. Instead of creating uh, all these to-do lists all the time or maybe listing out all of your your goals and your aspirations for the year or however you want to do that, instead, take a look at what you're doing currently and make a stop doing list. And then start knocking those things off of your list. And then it's kind of ironic because it ends up looking like and working like a to-do list anyway. But the reality is there's probably a number of things in your life, in your day-to-day that you're doing now that you need to stop doing. If you stopped doing them, you'd have more time to invest in areas that actually matter. Maybe uh, you have a goal to read your Bible every day for this year. It is uh, the third or fourth, depending on when you're listening to this, maybe later than that, of January. And I hope that you're still working on that day daily reading plan. I think that that's fantastic. But the truth of the matter is, if you don't have a plan to actually accomplish that and execute it, it's not going to happen. And there's probably a number of things that you do on a day-to-day basis that you can stop doing, and if you stop doing them, you might find that you have more time to actually read your Bible. Maybe that's social media. Maybe you need to take a social media fast. Maybe you need to get off of social media altogether. Maybe you're one of those people who goes, well, I don't really use social media. I just scroll through the feed and scroll through the feed, and it's how I stay up to date on my news. And I think that you're crazy for doing that, and I think that you're probably lying to yourself. To be brutally honest, you may not be going through liking posts and commenting on things, uh, but you're probably spending far too much time consuming content that isn't valuable. I've heard it uh, many times from other men who go, well, I only follow you know, things I'm interested in. So my Instagram profile, I just like and I just follow the uh, fitness world or the hunting world or uh, motivational quotes and things that get me excited. And so I scroll through and it gets me excited, and I just, I, I don't know very many people who uh, hop online and scroll through their social media feed and get jazzed and get excited about life and decide that they're going to turn around and start doing something right afterwards. Most people I know, it just kind of becomes a continuing habit that grows and grows and grows and grows until it's consuming time that you don't have. Maybe you play video games, and I'm going to rub some people the wrong way here for sure. 
But I think that you should probably spend less time playing video games, unless it's for your salary or for your job, and or you're somehow creating an, an income after that, and it's it would affect your livelihood. I think you should take a break from your video games. Well, well why? Because your video games are just a, a method of winning that's allowing you to move forward in something that's not actually mattering to your life. It's, it's not actually adding value to uh, where you're going. It's not, it's not enhancing your relationship with Jesus. It's not enhancing your relationship with anybody around you. Maybe the people you play video games with here and there. But ultimately, you're just escaping. And if you were to look in the mirror and ask yourself the question, why am I doing this? It's probably at some point because it feels good because you like to win things. We like to win. And that's okay. Men, we like to win. Just accept that. Look in the mirror and, and, and tell yourself that you like to win. And then start winning at something that actually matters. Start winning at something that will actually maybe uh, enhance your lifestyle. Perhaps it is uh, your uh, work ethic in the gym. Maybe it's uh, the goal that you set to finally shed that 10, 15 pounds that's been stubborn and just kind of lingering around. And maybe, maybe that's where you put the effort. Or better yet, again, circling back to some of the habits and the goals that you may have as a Christian man, man, uh, what, what do you want to do in this year to grow that relationship? So I'm going to continue talking uh, on this vein for a bit here. Since this is uh, much of what uh, Clay is and what we talk about here, courageously leading, always yearning. There's an always yearning aspect that I think we need to unpack a little bit here. What does it mean to always yearn for something? Well, it means that you're not you're not really satisfied with uh, getting to any certain point because you want more and more and more of it. And in some circles and in some things, that would be an absolute, that would be a bad thing, right? Uh, that would be a negative. But when it comes to your relationship with Jesus, something that uh, actually the Bible is pretty clear about too uh, is that you're going to want more and more of him as you want more of him. As you spend more time with him, you're going to want to spend more time with him. As you spend more time in the word, I would wager that you're going to want to spend more time in the word, especially if you're doing it alongside other brothers who are pursuing a better relationship with Jesus than they have today. Now, there's no point where you're going to wake up one day and, and feel like, okay, I've arrived. This relationship is perfect. I've spent all the time that I need to with Jesus that's not the point, and, and that's also something that Jesus is pretty clear about to each and every one of his disciples. You're going to leave everything and follow me here. If you want to say yes, if you want to take this journey, then you're going to leave behind your mother and brother and sister. You're going to leave behind your work. You're going to leave behind everything to follow me. Now, in our current day-to-day -day context, that may, be, that may be a message for you. That may be something that uh, you're thinking about, that you need to be praying about and spending time with and counseling with other men and, and trying to get an idea of uh, what, what it is that God may be calling you to do. Absolutely. But uh, the reality here is that there's a number of things that you need to stop doing. We'll go back to that stop doing list. Uh, a number of things that you need to uh, cross off that list because you've officially stopped doing them. And a number of things that you can then free up that space and that capacity to start doing. That's also an aspect of uh, this conversation that I think is wor worth noting, and, and one that uh, I would I would really uh, I would really hesitate to uh, personally say that I don't have time for blank whatever that is. Uh, if there's an area where you're feeling convicted and you need to grow in your relationship with God, then the the truth is that's a conviction you need to listen to. 
It's a conviction you need to listen to. You need to be willing to make some sacrifices to make that happen. It's going to be better for you overall anyway. It's going to pay off. It's going to uh, grow your uh, capacity in, in multiple ways, but your spiritual capacity is an important one. It's important as a, as a man, as a husband, as a father for me to make sure that I am filling my cup, feeling myself with the right kind of fuel to be the dad that God's called me to be, to be the husband that God's called me to be, to be the employee, to be the business owner, to be the person that God's called me to be. So here's the question for you. How are you going to grow closer to Jesus in 2022? What are you doing that is uh, changing maybe the way that you read the Bible? Maybe it's the way that you pray or the consistency or the amount of time that you pray. Maybe it's your church attending. If you're not attending a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church uh, on, on Sundays and in, in, in person, I'm going to harp on that for a minute. The last couple of years, uh, I know many people who have enjoyed the virtual church that we've uh, undergone in this uh, in this climate. And if you're not getting back to and that in-person fellowship and that communication and that doing life with people, then it's time that you uh, reevaluate how you're spending your time, how you're viewing the world, and you get reengaged. Now, off of that, back to church. Now, if you are in church and you're just kind of coasting through and you're just kind of uh, partaking and you're consuming and you're just uh, checking the box and making the wife happy or making your parents happy or whatever that may be, then you also need to reevaluate why you're going to church. If you're somebody who's just sitting there in the pews, in the chairs, and you're uh, just kind of watching the service happen and you're singing along to some songs here and there and you're listening to a, a sermon but you're really thinking about the football game that you're going to go home and watch and who's coming over to watch it with you and whatever, then you need to reevaluate your presence at church and why you're going and uh, what you're doing it for in the first place. And you need to focus on this word called worship. If you're uh, gathering with other Christians and uh, other, other believers and you're uh, going to a, a central location to come together and worship the God of the universe, then that should be your focus. Your focus should be on him and getting involved in what he's doing. If you're there and there's opportunities to volunteer and to get engaged with maybe men's ministries or uh, perhaps it's teaching in your children's ministries or, or whatever it may be, then do that. Get involved and, and, and build community at your church that you're a part of, that you're attending, so that you can be part of the community engagement that we're called to be as Christians. In fact, that's another thing for you to add to your stop doing list. If that fits you, then stop consuming at church and get engaged with the church. Actually love the bride as, as, as Jesus loves the bride. Uh, get in, get involved in, 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 where, in wherever you're feeling called to. And if you're not feeling called to a specific area, then just start praying for that. Pray for some guidance. Pray for some wisdom there. And, and ask. Ask, hey, hey, pastor, hey, 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 Bob, whoever Bob may be. Uh, then ask, hey, what are some areas that are, are high-need areas that, that need some uh, volunteers right now? How can I get involved? How can I be part of what we're doing here? If you ask the question, somebody's going to find a spot for you. Uh, just make sure you're asking the question for the right person. If you go around your, your ministry fair or whatever you may call it, looking for a place, and uh, you mention that you're, you know, you're willing to volunteer, then you may have a lot of people that are campaigning for uh, your time to you know, volunteer with them. Right? Uh, you do want to volunteer somewhere where yeah, your strengths can be uh, utilized, where you can feel uh, involved and engaged. 
Uh, but I, I want you to volunteer somewhere where you're going to grow, where you're going to add value to that ministry, where you're going to add value uh, in, in that location, wherever that may be, and where you're going to grow personally, where you're going to uh, find yourself uh, wanting to do that thing more and more and more. Now, the ironic thing here is at the beginning, I mentioned that uh, I had a, an issue of saying yes to a lot of things. And that may be you as well. You may not be the person that is going and, and, and sitting there uh, consuming service and getting out and, and, uh, and getting away before anybody asks you to do anything. You may be the person who is always at church, who's always uh, saying yes to uh, every ministry that possibly needs help. And every time somebody asks you to get involved or, or volunteer or, or help, you say yes because you're, just, you're willing to and you want to be there. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not going to condemn that here today. I am going to caution you against that. When you say yes to something, you make it so somebody else can't say yes to it if you're taking a, a spot or a limited number of spots. And every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Now, that's not to say that you need to start saying no. You need to start saying no, 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 no. What it means is you need to be honest with yourself and evaluate your schedule, evaluate where you can actually add value and be engaged and be part of something or where you're just a body that's filling the spot. If you're just a body that's filling a spot, there's probably somebody else that can fill that spot uh, just as well, if not better than you. And it might be some someone that uh, they could actually uh, benefit from, or maybe somebody else could grow in that spot better than you can as well. So if you're that person that is like me and has an issue saying yes, I'm going to encourage you in 2022 to start saying no to some things. Evaluate what you have on your plate right now. See what you can uh, pass off or maybe uh, get rid of. So you can really focus in on a few characteristics few key areas of, of growth in your relationships, in your relationship with Jesus specifically, that you need to focus on so that you can actually be a courageous leader who is always yearning instead of somebody who is tired and overworked and overused for lengthy, lengthy seasons, instead of uh, just working hard for that quick season here and there. Sometimes life does ebb and flow and there are seasons and there's going to be seasons where it's going to feel like you don't have any capacity to even stop and think. That's all That's all good. That's all good as long as it's for a season. Remember that it's for a season and treat it like it's for a season, not for a life. The last thing that you want to do is, is burn out on something that was something that you really enjoyed when you first started. Which leads me to a, another huge value add for creating that stop doing list. That stop doing list is going to help you to avoid burnout in the areas that you need to avoid burnout in. It's going to keep you focused on the few things that you need to stay focused on, and it's going to help you to say no to the things that you need to say no to. It's going to help you say to no to distractions. It's going to help you say no to, uh, well, it's going to help you say no, period. And it's going to help you free up uh, the, the true mental space and the fortitude to actually engage in the few things that you need to focus on. And so what is that for you in 2022? What is it that you need to focus on? What is it that you need to actually spend some time at? Maybe uh, for you, and you're like me from last year, you need to be quiet more. I know it's a bit ironic here as I'm talking to a microphone uh, for, for you to listen, but maybe you need to stop and just spend some time with Jesus saying nothing. Maybe you need to put on some soft music and uh, just kind of tune out the world and just focus in on, on, on him. Maybe you need to uh, get up a little bit earlier in the morning and grab your cup of coffee and uh, don't touch that cell phone, but instead retreat to uh, a quiet place with the Bible and just 
be there and just be present and just be engaged. Maybe you need to pray more. Maybe you need to pray more intentionally. Maybe you're uh, sitting there right now and you're going, I don't really know how to pray. I don't really know where to pray or, or what that looks like or how that sounds or how it's supposed to sound. And I don't pray like, you know, Bob down the road does. I'm sorry, Bob's getting a lot of attention today. I don't, I don't pray like he does when, when he volunteers to pray at, you know, men's breakfast. And, and I don't sound like that. And the cool thing is God didn't create you to sound like somebody else. So that's all good. And the other aspect is you're going to continue to grow and, and pray the way that you're meant to pray if you pray more. Now, uh, Jesus teaches uh, his disciples how to pray. That's the one thing that they ask. And uh, they have an opportunity to ask a question. You know, they could, they could ask many, many things. And they say, Lord, teach us to pray. And why did they do that? Well, they saw Jesus modeling a, a life of prayer. He would regularly retreat to uh, a quiet place, a secluded place to pray and, and to get away from the hustle and bustle of the day-to-day ministry that, that they were engaged in. And he would spend time, uh, a lot of time, uh, re, recharging, sure, uh, but a lot of time enjoying and communing with God. And that's something that I think a lot of men miss out on. Well, why do we pray? Well, I, I pray because I'm supposed to. It's like, well... I don't know about that. I don't know if it's. I don't know if you should be praying because you're supposed to. I think you should change your view of prayer. And so, I look forward to uh, future podcasts coming out talking more about prayer. But my encouragement to you, and I'm, I'm kind of highlighting a few things here that a lot of Christian men uh, set goals for in their their year, or they set resolutions around. Uh, and and I and I think I think those things those things are great and they have their place. My encouragement to you is to look at what you need to stop doing and then start focusing on some of these things that you want to actually grow and build a plan, actually have uh, something behind these resolutions. If you say you're going to read your Bible uh, every day for the next year and you're going to get through the Bible in a year reading plan, then that's, that's great. That's great to say it. Have you been one of those people who's tried that multiple years in the past and you can't get past Leviticus, for instance? then you need a different strategy. You need a different plan. You need to uh, develop a better battle plan for how you're going to get through that. Maybe it isn't, uh, it isn't doing this plan by yourself. Maybe it's grabbing two other brothers and doing it together and keeping each other uh, accountable in doing that. Maybe it's not reading through the Bible in a year. Maybe it's just reading through the New Testament in a year. When was the last time you read the New Testament from Matthew to Revelation, from uh, page 1 of Matthew to the end of Revelation? When was the last time you did that? Maybe it's uh, just reading through the, as a section of the Old Testament. Maybe it's just reading through the minor prophets. How often have you read the book of Joel or Amos? There are, uh, there are pages and pages of, of God's living words there for you to uh, consume and to read and to meditate on and to learn from and to hear what God is saying. There are pages and pages and pages. So get excited about that. When you go to pray, look up different prayer strategies. Look up different ideas to, to help you kind of uh, freshen that look on that on prayer, that outlook on prayer. I know a gentleman who uh, he has um, a, 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 a list of uh, people in his life that he's constantly praying for and keeps it with him. And it's an actual tangible uh, paper list. And uh, he writes uh, these things down on note cards and he keeps them and, and he will utilize those to pray for those that are on those uh, th- those note cards. And, and he keeps that with him. So he's he's never in a moment where it's like, oh, I just don't know what to pray about. 
if you don't know what to pray about, then uh, that's a great, great, great indicator that your relationship with Jesus is on the rocks and it's on the fritz and you're tired and you, you need to allow those things to, uh, to, to, to shine light into your life so that you can uh, respond and so that you can adapt and so that you can uh, actually uh, do something about it, actually have an action plan. So again, that stop doing less, those things that you need to quit doing, the things that you need to set aside, the things that you need to uh, get rid of, the addictions that you have in your life, whatever those things are that are consuming time unnecessarily, that are making you less productive as a man, that are being, uh, making you less engaged as a husband or a father, you need to get rid of them. You need to put the video games down, you need to delete the apps from your phone that are distractions. You need to because uh, this life is, is far more important than those things. And if you're looking for the, the quick wins, if you're looking for the little wins that are, aren't really uh, mattering, that aren't making any sort of an impact in your life, then that's what you're going to continue to get. And you can continue to uh, make these, uh, little, these little wins in areas that don't matter while uh, the rest of your life is slowly falling by the wayside and you're atrophying in these areas without even realizing it. So hopefully that uh, is helpful for you as you look ahead to 2022. Hopefully that is uh, something that you can take into uh, your planning, your goal setting, uh, create that stop doing list. Looking forward to hearing how that goes for you.